0: Hey, I'm Oli Manucheri. I'm here with the Immigrant Entrepreneurs and I'm proud and honored to have my first guest of the of the podcast today with me, Reza, who is my cousin but also a um, very successful immigrant entrepreneur. He has a very inspiring story. I know you, uh, I know his his story, part of it, not everything, not all the details. And I'm really glad and honored to have you as a guest, as my first guest, actually, Thank you. on my podcast. So the journey goes back to 25 years ago when you visited me in Switzerland before you came. And it's, it's amazing. It feels like it was yesterday. So you visited me in Switzerland before you came to the U.S. And um, yeah, man. Um, so you, you came here you went through a lot I know just a small tiny portion of it you went through a lot obviously you're now a successful business owner um, but I also feel like oftentimes we get to we get to hear these inspiring stories and amazing stories but oftentimes we get to hear the last part of it which is obviously the nicest part of it but I would like to give this with this platform, also create a platform that people get to hear the challenges of the stories, the ups and downs of the stories, you know, the setbacks of the stories of immigrant entrepreneurs, that it's it's undeniably part of the story. And by sharing this, I would also like to inspire other people that, you know, maybe are uh, starting out, maybe are not where they want to be. And they need to. They need to get inspired. So, um, yes, please go ahead and um, introduce yourself, and then, and then um, I'm I'm excited to yeah. hear more about your story.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Ali. Um, my name is Reza. You know, and I'm from Iran, and I came here like 25 years ago, and I started my journey uh basically with lots of up and down you really can't guess you really um you really if they tell me 25 years ago what i would do and what i am doing today and in where and i I would say man you're talking about who you know it's, uh, it's it's true and i i think most of us are like that and i i'll be honest with you the one thing i hated and i try to stay away from it is to be ordinary to be uh repeating my life every day uh still i i hate it Uh, still uh you know unfortunately i would say most of us most of um us are are like that people like ordinary life people like uh, nine to five and go to work and come home and um, you know go to gym maybe watch tv and start over again and do it again and again and again and again and then retire and then do the what the retired people do and then again and again, and again. so that was one thing i really didn't like and i really believe um, if you experience different things you live more because we only have one life, right? That's um, this many years, I don't know, uh, 70, 80, 90 years, if you be very uh, optimistic, and uh, which are uh, the prime years, maybe is only like 30, 40 yes. years, and which uh, the childhood and high school, I don't know, you know, those are more like fun and growing up and the, age in the end you know you just relaxing and need cares and so in, right in the middle where you have your time and you, you have your prime so uh i was a person i really didn't like to have a one set life i i was reading there are in some countries people change their their job once or twice in their career mm-hmm. uh i really don't understand that it's i respect that you know they, they are there is a sense of security there is a sense of um you know sense of uh peace i would say the word peace uh but um at the same time um people are different i like challenges i like up and down i like to try different things and i feel i had when i when i'm thinking you know actually i tell you that one of my friends was always telling me you know i wish the human being had three or four or five lives and you know we can live again we can live again then i realized when i think to myself and i realize myself 20 years ago 25 years ago and now i really did have few lives i really did live few different experience i don't even remember uh, myself 25 years ago and my goals you know oh my goals was this and i have to do that and you know then Gradually you change and if you really are um, willing to take little risk that's all about America actually uh, little risk um, the sky is a limit I really believe so and although I did good for myself I think um, as a person who come to this country with a very little knowledge with almost zero skills of speaking English with all, with um, absolutely empty pocket. Um, to be frank, I came here, I had $1,500, you know? And then um, I was lucky to have that. I, I, I heard there are some people don't even have that. And yeah, that, that can be true. Yeah. And then uh, today the life is different. And then um, I, Basically, I really believe it's uh, due to, uh, due to the choices we make. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, uh, the path we take, uh, take us to the places we want to be. Uh, And the most important thing is, I always tell all my friends, is um, like um, the best poker player is a poker player who can draw the hand. Can who, you know who can say you know what I made a mistake? You have to have a courage to you know wait for the next hand. Mm-hmm. You know uh, it's uh, change. If you think if you think this is not gonna work, have a courage mm-hmm. and a start over in a different business, in a different path, in a different whatever it is. So that's actually what I did. I you know in a, in the last uh, twenty five years. I had, um, I have no problem saying that. People sometimes hide in it. I had um, tried 22 different businesses. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. I, I failed 17 times. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, up to zero. So when I say I failed 17 times, people laugh. You know, my friends might say, oh, how did you, how could you manage, you lose everything? And I said, you know, because, because I really think life is like a muscle. If you don't like you don't work the muscle, the muscle doesn't get thick and strong. Right. If you don't try life, so you're gonna be an ordinary person. Mm-hmm. What for me was important to just not be another ordinary person in a history comes and goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it. I would love to I would love to go
0: back. Those are amazing stories that we will get into later, but I would love to go back twenty five years ago. Go to back the reservoir who came here to the US. You know, I know you could not even speak English. I remember that. Nothing. So, let's go back there. I I remember. So, by the way, let me tell you, you're one of the mm, you, smartest people I know. Seriously, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because you're sitting in front of me. It's because I truly believe. Okay, but there is a but to it. Being smart doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. Absolutely, It takes a lot more than only being smart. There is there is tons of smart people out there who never who never make it anywhere. You know. Okay. So the reason I'm saying this, I know you had a degree already when you came to the U. S. But take us through what was it like? You came here and then you you know you shifted gears as much as I know. You shifted gears, but what was it like? Okay. Reza gets here into in the U. S. now you don't speak anything you don't know what what to expect you don't know what life is being like living in the u.s right right so now i know you you know you told me some stories that you work jobs and then you had to sleep in sometimes in a place that you worked and um, so take us through that 25 years ago you came here hello my name is i don't speak anything i cannot i cannot communicate with
1: anyone What was it like getting here? First of all, when I was back home in Iran, I met a gentleman who lived in America for many years and very nice older gentleman, and uh, he came to Iran to visit. He told me one thing, it stuck in my head up to today, and I tell everybody. He said, listen, America is a land of opportunity. As a matter of fact, I think what he told me apply everywhere, but more to America. He said, if somebody come to America and they believe they're going to start from zero without thinking who I was, what's going to happen to me, and I just want to get into the system, I want to work my way from bottom up, that's going to be successful. He said either that person is successful or a person comes with hundreds of millions of dollars already so they don't have to work, they inherit some kind of money and they come here and they invest. People in the middle usually suffer. People who are not accepting, you know what, I'm gonna do everything possible to make it happen Mm. and don't even have that kind of crazy money. Those are the people who usually suffer in the middle. And when I came here, that was exactly the case, I feel. I felt it, I said, you know what, these people who come with a, with a, some background and some degrees and some money and some saving, they can't accept the fact I'm coming to the different world. I'm coming to the different planets. The most important that people think is a language is not, is culture, 100%. is culture, you know. People see things differently. People approach things differently. Even they talk to each other differently. Even they stand, um, um, you know, in front of each other differently. The eye contact is different. The body language is different. So you are coming to the new world. You have this Um, you know degree from your home you have this limited amount of resources and money and you expect same thing happen to you you expect you know because i was a managerial position in a respected company in my country now have to be same absolutely not exactly you have to think who you are now Mm -hmm. that one advice is stuck in my head and when i came here i said listen man you're nobody doesn't matter you want school, it doesn't matter you, you know, my my family actually had um decent money, mm-hmm. you know, and they could help me. Mm-hmm. I said absolutely not. Mm-hmm. If I wanna stand in my feet, on my feet, I have to stand on my feet, and this is the time. And let me tell you, it was for me, for my case for good or bad i don't know it was a major major shock even in different ways it was not only i'm coming to the new country with a new culture new language new everything new laws it was not only that it was the phase of my life i have to start responsibility and making money before i come here i was a student you know my parents were paying all the bills i never earned any money mm. Even if you're in your country, when you are going to through the phase of being dependent to your family, to independent mm-hmm. is a big change, right? So imagine I had that on top of it, I'm in a new territory now. Now I'm, I'm in a new territory. I don't even know, um, uh, I have to you know I have to shake hand with pe- people or not I don't even know what what I have to say mm-hmm. you, you know and then now I I I am in a position I have to make money here <laughs> you know on top of that <laughs> make money here and manage my finances and all that so it was very tough mm-hmm. and you know and I I am I am proud and I'm you know I'm not hiding my past and I don't think there is anything wrong with it uh to be saying I was a, I was a simple worker I work in a supermarket and you know I have no problem saying that I I was um, you know very very bottom job not like you know uh, uh, cleaning basically mm-hmm. I, I I work in a restaurant and the bottom job because I couldn't talk to a customer mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything uh, I work in a construction you know I work any job you know you can imagine and um one day here, one day there. Since I didn't know much, most of the time I would get fired, you know, because because you know. And right now, right now, you know, at the time I was very emotional, very upset. Why these people just <laughs> kicking me out, you know? But right now I'm just thinking about it. I'm laughing and laughing on that personality. I said, "Man, you didn't know." I I bring you an example. I got a job in a bakery. And then the guy told me, okay, you know what? This is how you make a bread and you roll it like that. And the bread, you know, supposed to be like this much, right? So every time I was making a bread, it was this much. And <laughs> the guy said, you know what? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and then I, I got a job with um, with this guy to go uh, paint houses. You know, he said, you know what? I'm painting the houses, I need the assistant. And uh, so you just bring the, you know, buckets. And so I bring the buckets and then, um, you know, uh, one day he, uh, I, I asked him, he asked me, you know, dude, are you happy with my work? He said, yeah, you know what? The only good things you can do for me is you sit in my car so I can go to carpool. <laughs> he said, you are absolutely useless. So, so this, this was, this is the real stories and you know, and then, uh, I didn't get upset. I just laughed because I needed that money. I needed that, uh, I don't know, $25 a day. That fifteen dollar a day. I work for fifteen dollar a day. Ten dollar, ten dollar a day. You know, um, it, yeah, it was very low minimum wage mm-hmm. because I couldn't get a um, you know job in minimum wage you know? <laughs> because nobody nobody was giving me anything. So yeah, it's um, when you um, you have to be open to get exploited when right. when when you come to the new territory. You know, and then uh, that makes me a different man today. Okay. You know, let me tell you about that is possible one specific thing. Right now, right now, even if I have somebody come killing the house or somebody do something basic for me, I never ever because of that experience I learned myself. Mm-hmm. I never ever let them get disrespected but by amount of money they get paid. Uh respect is not only, you know, you treating people good. Respect is about the money you offering them for the services they give mm. you. Never, never, my, you know, my um, basically basis is I never be even close to minimum wage. I always have to be higher. So the, f- the person feel, you know what? I am a legit person working as anybody else in this country and this guy is not here to take advantage of me because I have paper, I don't have paper. Those things are joke to me. But anyway,
0: okay, that's amazing, man. So many, so many nuggets there, but let's go back to, to the specifics. So you came here, you had a you had a degree in electric, electronic engineering, right? Okay. So you came here as an engineer. That's why I respect you and your story so much. So you came here as someone who already had a degree. You also had your, your situation, man. We can be open about it. Your financial situation growing up was different than mine, you know? I was, not, I was not financially in a situation like you were. So you pretty much came from a great life, you know? Gave everything up, came here for a better future, for whatever you had in mind. And you came here, you started at the bottom. With having already a degree, With already having the financial blessings that you have had, and say, I let all this go in order to do whatever it takes to start at the bottom again. Okay, that that is a whole different story in itself. So, but here's the thing. Okay, now you come here. Now, what what did you do from there? Obviously, you did not start, or as much as I know, you did not start working as an as an electronic engineer what was it like and then what happened from there
1: oh that you know actually i tried to do that you know in the beginning when i came here i met few peoples and you know i um, i tried to get a job in the in the area uh, but uh, it was almost impossible it was impossible because uh, again you don't speak english you don't know anything about you you know united states system how it works coding i didn't know anything about anything now i know how little i knew at Mm -hmm. that time i was getting offended every time oh yeah i am this i am that you know i don't even need you guys but you know but uh then i said you know what the only way is i go continue my education and uh, get a solid degree from united states and I start looking, I start looking different options. And then I realize at that point, you know, and what I'm going to tell you is true. Uh, This is for the people who want to go study different majors. Uh, The majors are extremely uh, time related. For example, today you can be a lawyer and make a bunch of money, but maybe in 10 years, that doesn't mean anything. You know, you can be a lawyer and make uh, normal money. Uh, you know, all of this, first of all, is depend on the person. Dep- and, you know, two lawyers with the same degree, they can make a ne- night and day money. They can make a very different, uh, you know, uh, success. However, I'm just talking about the average. I'm talking about the average engineer. Today, an average engineer maybe in 20 years. Average, you know, um, physical therapist today. So before you get to any degree try to do yourself a huge favor and study the market study the market now and study the market in the future and that's what i did that was the best thing in my life i did that and i studied the market and i saw you know what even if i get different degrees if i get a phd you know that's not going to be a promising um path i want to go i have to go get into the Healthcare. Mm. I wanted to be a lawyer, but I was very realistic to myself. Uh, you know, my um, English barrier wouldn't let me. Even with the English I'm speaking today, is a disadvantage in a court of law. You know, you uh, you have to basically um, deal with your ability. You have to be courage enough, courageous enough to say, you know what? These are my strength. These are my weakness and I wouldn't do this because of my weakness. And that's what exactly, uh, being a lawyer for me, especially immigration lawyer, uh, that was a favorite subject, but I, I decided not to, solely because of uh, lack of English at that point. Um, but being in the medical field, half of my class couldn't even talk you know, proper English, but they're, they're good doctors, right. you know, <laughs> you never can say. Uh, so, um, so I, I started, I, I went to pharmacy school. I went to pharmacy school, but yeah, going to pharmacy school is not that easy. I started the college and getting the English and, uh, you know, uh, ESL basically oh. to start um, uh, talking very basic English. And I passed those uh, times. And when I say I passed those times, it's not that simple. I just uh, do it uh, for the. Sake of the time we have today, uh, you know, I was working in uh, multiple jobs and I was going to college. I uh, I remember I didn't have a car and I have to work in this supermarket which uh, was um, very far from my home because nobody else offered me a job and I had to go with the bus. The bus would take two hours to get to the supermarket wow. because because as you know, California is extremely, especially in South California, Los Angeles area is very bad in the public transportation. And then after that, you know, I had to walk another 20 minutes because there was nothing. There was no Uber or there was, if it was, I couldn't afford Uber anyway. So because my, my, the money, I was making $40 in a whole day. So I had to go some days there, some days you go to school and it was it was a typical story many of us have. So these are not uh, something new for uh, for people who did that. And you know, I learned English and then then I went to college and then the key was you get surrounded yourself with the people uh, who are useful um, in in your path. I am not saying to take advantage people that's a very different saying to be around people to hear their you know their advices to hear their stories to hear their path ask them for advices put your inputs and and just listen and you know as I, as I always says we all love to have um, you know experience different things in life but the life is too short sometimes we cannot experience everything sometimes we, we, we must use other people's experience. So when I was in college, I start doing that. I start talking to all the people. Oh, you know what, what is good? What is in the market? What is, you know, how you can make a good money? How you can make a good life? At that time, my priority was to just get, make a good money and good life for myself. You know, I was tired of getting boss. I was tired of walking. I needed a car. I needed, I needed, I needed, you know, an apartment. Mm -hmm. You know, I need something for myself so um people says you know what medical field especially if you can be a dentist uh or um or something like that or doctor and then i then again i uh, faced the reality i said okay you know what i want to be a doctor in this country with the amount of competitiveness and uh, yeah it's going to take 20 years of my life and it's not guaranteed so i choose a faster quicker path which you know, which can has a quicker return for me. And, um, you know, uh, and I don't hate it. Mm. It's very important you don't hate mm. it. And, you know, I, um, fortunately, um, I like chemistry. You know, people like something, you know, because maybe because my mom was a chemistry major back home, so I always liked chemistry. I liked substances and those, mm. and those things, and you know. And then um, the closest, uh, fastest, um, thing I could find was a pharmacy, mm-hmm. so I said, "You know what? Pharmacy is making very good money." At that point, you know, I'm talking about that years, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, pharmacy is making very very decent life. So, let's do it. And then I, then in college, I asked you know, What's the quickest way?" They told me, "If you're you you're getting basically GPA of 4.0, get every every class A, maybe you can make it." So that was my goal at the time. Mm-hmm. Laser focus on your goal i tr- i said all this to say when you you set up a goal laser focus mm-hmm. and then i laser focused to get 4.0 gpa nothing else was important nothing else was important making money was not important what is my car was not important which i didn't have nothing was important what i have to eat was not important if I'm in a good shape in the, you know, if I'm going to gym or not, was not important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wanted the 4.0 GPA to get to the pharmacy school to change my status. And I did, and that was hard, nice nights and day of study and work and pay the bills and I got in. Pharmacy school was even harder you know oh. yeah because because my major was totally different and you know that was a few more years of um hard life but which uh, let me tell you all those things are your life mm. and you are not getting it back mm. so you better live it and enjoy it and i did and i'm very happy and, you know, it was lots of studying, work. In a pharmacy school, actually, I was lucky. I did less work because uh, thanks to the system, I could get, a you know, I could get some loans because I was in a graduate school. And then I graduated, then I graduated, and then I said to myself, okay, you know what? Now I have this degree, I work for it. Now at this point, I was speaking good English. Okay English I had my degree in my hand I was uh, you know ahead of a game now is the time to make all those debt back because I debt I I had to pay a lot back for the for the you know student loan and all that and at that point I started working hard that was maybe the hardest working area of my life mean physically and um time wise don't get Confuse between working hard sometimes people think working hard means you go to work 90 hours a week don't sleep work 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 but you're doing the wrong work you getting what I'm saying so working hard maybe sometimes you sit home and think for 30 minutes the amount of energy and brain you put is so much and then you make things happen mm. so at that point was physically, I was doing the most work possible because now I'm trying to, you know, my my first goal was again my goal change. My first goal was I will not pay interest to these banks who who lend me the money. Mm-hmm. I I am I'm refusing. My dad teach me that. My, you, sorry, you you mean who
0: lend me the money on my student loan?
1: Yes, okay. uh, and my living expenses. Okay. You know, so you pay in interest, right? this is one thing i am against i i have i have feel no comfortable paying interest to people because i really don't like it <laughs> i really think the people are getting advantage of you. i the, the moment the pharmacy school finish most of the students they got their beamers they got their apartments they start paying you know um, mortgages all that very good i respect that they have life and every but for me I had a roommate, small apartment, simple car, and my roommate one time asked me, I was working seven days a week, straightforward, with no break, different places to make money. And my roommate asked me at that point, man, why you work so much? You're making good amount of money. I said, you know what, until I owe people and I have to pay them you know, interest, I don't feel comfortable. I have to make that, you know. so." I paid my student loan in like, people usually paid in 30 years, I paid in two. Wow. Yeah, so every single dime was saving and paying going to you know student loan. So now I'm stress free and you know I get rid of the student loan. Now my roommate asked me again, now why are you working so hard? <laughs> I said, now my goal is changed. Uh, and he said, what is that? I said, the only reason I'm working so hard because I don't want to work, yeah. he said. I don't understand i'm very confused i say yeah you heard me right the only reason i work so hard now because i want my financial freedom i like to work i put it in the example like school you know i always there are many of us go to school and they like to learn about the material you like to know about science However, when they put you in the situation of exam, you hated it. Mm-hmm. You understand? I always say, you know what, I really like this book. I really wanna read it in my free time, but I don't wanna be pre- pressured by the a scary exam. If I don't pass it, you know, they're gonna kick you out and blah, blah, blah. Same concept for the work. I really wa- like to work. I really like to work until my last days, you know, but I wanna do it in my own pace and my own freedom. That was the reason I was selling my time. I would say, I'm not saying working, because working to me, working hourly means selling your time. I was selling my time, my all time, everything I had except the shower and a sleep to get enough money and resources to be able to start my own business, to be able to grow my own business to the level now i don't have to respond to anyone i have a freedom i you know a work i can say you know what for the next 15 days i don't do anything i just want to think for the next one month i just want to think about the new plan and that's where the success come when you have when you have enough time in your hand to be able to see think from outside then you can make the right decision when you are in the action and you are so busy with your daily work, your brain doesn't function that freely. You are so involved, you you will think the whole world is this business, the whole world is this area, the whole world is this. You know, imagine people working in a restaurant, they're always they're having a goal to be a restaurant owner. Maybe there are some other things makes better money. The people who work in a you know mechanic shop they work so hard to become a good mechanic and then become owner which is very good because you are you are you're betting on what your knowledge is what 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 i'm saying is if you get to the level of financial freedom then you can sit back and see different opportunities and i see you know again you have to have a courage also and then you can you can sit down and say okay you know what wait a minute the business i'm doing is very good the, this business is however is much better how about i switch a little by little to the other territory and that's what exactly what i did but it takes a lot of
0: courage and trust and faith first and foremost in yourself yes that you have the capability in doing this and being successful in it and at the same time going after it when you when you fail
1: yes yes that's 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 why i had 17 fail you know and i'm I'm proud of it every every single one teach me something i don't see it as a failure i see it as school it was the business school I, i really don't have you really don't have to go to Business school to be a, a good businessman, you have to learn it in action. I tell you something, maybe it's funny. Every time I want to test my courage and I want to do something, I just remember one scene of a movie. Do you remember the movie Saving Private Ryan? Yes, Sp-
0: was soldier, uh, S- yeah.
1: Spielberg movie. Yes. So, do you remember the time these people were trying to land in Normandy and they were trying to get to the territory? At that point, when they start landing, it was, it was like a rain of bullets mm-hmm. coming at them. And they're brave enough to try to go to break the German line, right. Right? right? Every time I think to myself, I say, man, if there was a man with that kind of courage, I can change business you know I, they're, they're not that kind of bullets coming at me i'm not gonna die nothing gonna happen to me you know so yeah i i might lose bunch of money i might lose uh opportunities it might give me a emotional effect don't forget about that every time every time you lose is not only losing money is you losing um basically motivation for the next project you know that's a very very important factor people people lose one time and then they don't trust the system anymore no it doesn't mean necessarily you you lose one time and that's going to happen all the time you know and so the courage every time I, f- I feel fear i just remember the saving private ryan's scene of the bullet is that bullet coming at you no so I can That's do it I can do it <laughs> So okay
0: amazing man I love where this is going so I have a few questions I have so many questions actually but before we get there and you know how you started how you transitioned from being an employee who worked pretty much all day seven days a week to going to becoming a business owner we will get there in a minute but here is another question that just came up for me as I was listening to you. When you said, I had these lessons, these life lessons, these life teachings, and when you pivoted, when you realized, okay, maybe that was not the thing that I was meant to do, and now I have to pivot and move on without, you know, without beating myself up for not having success. When do you know thats that it is not the thing that you should hold on to, any longer, and you should move on to the next business, to the next project, whatever we call it. And when do you feel, hey, it's just another challenge than that I should hold on to and to do the work because because it's going to be hard. Entrepreneur entrepreneurship is hard. Sooner or later, you get to face it. It is hard. It is challenging. Okay, but when do you know is the right time to move on? And when do you feel and know, hey, I have to stick at it. I need to. I need to do do the reps.
1: You know. This is the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Right. This is the most important question. You know, actually, um, you know. You bring me to the um, famous uh, book quotes. was three feet away something like that the guy was looking for the gold and he was going and going and going and he gave up and he was only three feet away from the gold and uh, okay your feeling and your instincts usually don't lie usually and like (laughs) I hate to say it but we have to accept uh, again our, our ability like a great basketball player or great soccer player or um, everybody, I, I was always saying, everybody practice hard. But there is only one um, Lionel Messi, right? And there is only one um, Ronaldo. So uh, sometimes, um, sometimes things comes to you by uh, basically nature. Sometimes Uh, by your courage sometimes you know to answer to your question better you have to see how much risk is worth it to take how much risk is worth it to take not how much risk are you willing to take okay you have to be realistic i had this very uh, similar situation and then I sit down to myself, I had a business, and the business was a promising business, and it was going to the right direction. But six months in a row, it start to be negative. Mm -hmm. Negative, 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 negative. And I talked to um, the business manager we have, and then I said, uh, my friend, uh, this business going downwards. I'll be honest with you, if it's me, I pull out before we go more red. And however, I took I, I love it. I took economy courses in college and, and base of economics says, if you can delay closure it has a better emotional effect. It's nothing to do with science or business. It's, with your, it's not with your brain, it's with your heart. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? however, I am willing to continue the business if we can put a plan to get out of this mess and if we cannot we're gonna close tomorrow are you ready and he came up with a great plan right. and you know you have to open yourself and you have to um basically listen to the other's ideas that's why i bring the example of leonel messi there is only uh, maybe the comparison um, is Elon Musk, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in business, or um, or Jeff Bezos, or do people like that. So we have to face it. We are not any of those. Mm-hmm. We are ordinary, normal people. Again, as much as I don't want to say ordinary, we are normal people. And then we have to hear other people's idea. The most important thing is, do not think you know everything. Basically, now I know I don't know anything. The more I learn, the more I understand I don't know nothing. <laughs> and, I, and now I'm laughing how little I knew when I d- made that decision and how little I knew when I started that business. And I was just laughing, you know. Mm. And um, anyway, so open your heart, listen to the other people's idea, and give them a chance. Sometimes the people work for you are better than you nobody says but they were they were not in the right opportunity of right time to make it happen so that's what i did and we made it we made it true we had we i have the opposite situation actually i had a story i think you remember that and you know um the store was losing Losing, 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 losing. I had a conversation with a manager, and the manager, com- I gave him the same opportunity. I said, listen, um, we close this shop, you are the person, you an employee are the person, go away. I still have other businesses. I'm okay, you know, um, but what is your plan? You're losing every month. And the plan was absolutely disaster. I knew it, but to, to just, you know, to just give a benefit of the doubt to the manager to respect i say bye to like three more money three more months of loss i said okay we're gonna try it but i knew so uh we have to shut down and we lost so to answer to your question when you you want to do one more push on how you knows You know, this is not worth it. I'll be honest with you, you don't. I just ask the experts. I just open my heart to get other people's opinions. I go with my feeling. And I just try to get calculated risk as much as possible. Calculate, calculate, calculate. Yes, usually the history doesn't lie. Usually what happened in the past is going to happen in future. Usually people won't change. Usually if these employees could make this much this amount of output they're not going to be superman overnight. So you can you can basically see the future of a company from the fast from the past performance except you come with some kind of crazy idea. Mm-hmm. So this being said do you, do you, I don't want to go woo woo and
0: new agey here, but do you also believe that God feeling, our God feeling helps us if we are really connected and if we listen, because I truly believe we have all the answers within us, but we need to listen. We need to be connected. We need to be rooted. So my question is, do you feel or do you think our God feeling or, or in your case, if you had trusted your gut feeling from the get go, it would have helped you, you know, um, with saving time, money, energy, whatever you you had to spend on.
1: Uh, Ali, unfortunately, I don't have what you have, uh, and, and I'm and I'm very very honest, uh, and I can admit I wish, you know, many times my feeling was wrong, and you know, many times my, my feeling was right. So now when you were telling me that in like this short 10 second i was i was reviewing decision i made and maybe it was 50 50. Mm -hmm. 50 percent of the time i really believe i said man that's not gonna happen and that did happen and you know um these days i usually don't go be my feeling your feeling gonna tell you something usually is usually it's correct but uh, in my case, it happens to be not correct. And it has, so it um, is highly depend the people you surround yourself. Uh, you must surround yourself with experts, with people who knows that particular business as much as you know or more. I try to find the people who know more than me. So I learn from them. And I just, put the input of my, um, basically my knowledge, my general experience of life. And this is actually uh, what I learned from my dad. Maybe, maybe the two key importance I learned from my dad is, <laughs> I asked him one time, dad, what's the, what's the key to success? that's what my dad think you know I I'm not entirely agree but he said let me tell you the key to success is first you have to think when you go to business everybody's there to take your money I think always negative about every business except proven to me wrong second is about the morality of the issue I no one he said, son, no one in this town, I'm doing business for 40 years, like old-fashioned business, mm-hmm. bazaar business. Mm-hmm. No one in this town can come here today and claim I owe them a dime. But I tell you that, no one can tell you he owe, he you know he owes me a dime because I make sure I get my money. <laughs> you, know, you know, and then I and I said, how you do that? He said just being tough, not trust anyone. Mm. Um, I found it very hard to be practical in the United States. Um, Maybe it's possible in different cultures. In here, if you don't put some trust, nothing gonna go forward. And sometimes the trust is the risk you're taking. Trust in a person, trust in an idea, trust in a... mm, trust in a situation i am a kind of guy trust people and test them it's a work sometimes it will surprise you how cheap are people sometimes it will surprise you you know they um they just want to get three thousand dollars and run and is many of many times happens to me i am not like my dad there are many people owe me money in this town and i have no problem with that you know why because i minimize my long-term loss when a person comes and you know trick me over over like five thousand dollars and go away believe me some part of me is angry oh this guy did this to me but Majority in inside me are very happy mm-hmm. because that could be a 500,000 later loss. 100%. You know, you get rid of this person, you erase it from the book with very cheap amount of money. You settle very cheap. And this is how my many people, many people are so small and they, they really think now I got this money and now this is unfortunate. The, the second, the second um, advice I got from my dad, I have to tell it, is not business related, but I really think it is business related, was I told my dad that if, if you have, if you want to choose a woman as a partner of your life and there are qualities of, of <clears throat> beauty, education, being supportive, being from a good family, you know which one you choose being a being a good businesswoman and he looked at me and he said none i said what do you mean none which one you choose first you know he said i only choose one thing and that and after that i think about those options but without that i don't even go forward and i said well, what is that he said loyalty he said if you don't have a loyal partner you don't have a secure home. If you don't have a secure home, you don't have anything. And I really believe that. Your, 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 your brain to function for business is highly dependent on your mental health um, wellness. If your mental health wellness is not there, you're wasting your time in business. You
0: messed up. You, you, messed, you, up. you
1: messed up you you making emotional decision, you're making bad decision, you're firing wrong people, you're know you hiring wrong people. You don't even know what you're doing. So the moment you are in peace with yourself from your home things, then you can come to office. Um, if you're not in peace with yourself, you better th- take a day off. I really strongly believe that. You know, um, and yeah, of course, everything is important, but that factor is something. And I learn, I expand that. I expand that to um, not only your partner, but also your business associates. There are business associates I have. We compete with each other. We do business with each other, but we are loyal to each other. Those people are priceless. It's like good friend. You know, I have a few friends, and I tell them always, you know what? Just being with you is $10 million. Just sitting with you, you don't give me anything, I don't give you anything. But um, just having someone, you know, having loyal people in your circle is important. Having loyal people with the knowledge in your circle is icing on the cake. You know, and uh, that's another key. Surround yourself with the people who can add to you not some you know people who just uh, having fun with fun is good having fun is really good there are some funny people i always want to be around but in the long term you need people to add value to you and you add value to them that's what i learned from my dad and also people that can challenge you in a good way i believe absolutely <laughs>
0: Is also, I believe, one way by adding value is also when they challenge you. You know,
1: make you think, make you think. Make, and, and those people, you know, they give you your flaw. They're, you know, the good friend is the mirror. Mm-hmm. Gives you, you know, not in public humiliates you. No, but a can says, you know what? This is what you're doing is wrong. And I'm your best friend, and I'm telling you this. That's a most valuable lesson you can get. Mm. You know what i I have
0: never told you that, but it stuck with me, man. You don't believe it, and i I'm not sure even if you if you remember it, but here's the thing you told me so many years ago, and it stuck with me so do you remember when I used to come to l a we would we we would go party hard and
1: right I would, right I
0: would spend all the money I had and even more so And, you know, business was flourishing. It still is to this day, thank God. Not always continuously, but ups and downs like we all have. You told me one thing. You said, hey, business is not always going to go up, 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 up. And you will not always have the amount of money that you will have today. And I was single when you told me that. You will not always have... Business is going to change. Life is going to change. Is all... And as and as kind as you are, you didn't directly address it to me, but you said I remember the exact words you told me. You said it's it's always good to keep the future in mind, and have you know think about the future, how we want to create our future, and not always count on the money that we have at this moment. Man, kudos to you.
1: That one thing, thank you. I still remember it. Really, I I, I remember that day. That day actually was after a day we went to the party in Hollywood, and I I gotta say it with your permission, you spent ten thousand dollar on a table, and. Well, I was not planning to spend. Yeah, yeah, that that break that break my heart, and then I it was not about the money. I knew you were you know you were doing good and everything, but. I've I, I seen it before mm. and because I love you in a very special way is not only because a family is because of a person you know you know it you know so and I said man this is doesn't matter if, if you have all the money in the world this is just meaningless mm. this is just meaningless to have some stupid party and you know uh, you know uh, and throw away money like that no and then I have to talk to this guy one to one and I I. Uh, you know, I had many of these episodes with my friends. And you know how many times I had this, um, not this conversation, something similar, sometimes bother me. You know, when people are wasting talent, I, I see people with lots of potentials and they're wasting talents. And I ask them sometimes, come talk to me one by one, and one to one. And then I said, listen, man, why are you working nine to five this job with no goal? You can do much better. This is the opportunity. This is the way. This is the, the believe it or not, Ali. Every ten person I talk, and I honestly there's nothing for me to gain. I just I just wanna I just wanna, you know, I just see them as myself. I just wanna change their life because they're friends, they're around, you know. I would love to have bunch of successful rich people friend around me i really do not understand people who are jealous and they want to be better than their friends and this and that i want to be the least successful of my friend that's okay because i i learn from them i want to be surrounded all my friends become super successful super rich super happy and i say it out loud because I, I i really do understand that sickness that sickness people think oh yeah you know you you know i have to be better than you and this and that it's limited thinking yeah yeah so I have, a, I have a funny friend he told me i loved my friend to be rich only for one reason and i said what's your reason he said so they never ask me for money <laughs> he's a funny guy i like him you know so believe me or not i talk every 10 people i talk and i wanted to give them my advice you know whatever small it is only one ticket and nine they say oh yeah that was very nice and you know and i didn't say anything else but i looked at life and they're just continuing the, what what they're doing good for them i'm not saying you know everybody have to be entrepreneurial everybody have to be you know no it's not it's not that the life is not about money the life is not about uh the life is honestly is the life is internal happiness and to me financial freedom to me some people you know maybe not agree but you know to me is um, is freedom freedom is very important you know uh, peace of mind and then anyway so does this financial freedom and we will, we, will,
0: we will continue we're also going over time. So I believe we will wrap this episode soon up. But I will definitely have, because I believe we shared like one-tenth of your story. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so there are so many things that I want to cover, but we are also going over time a little bit. So definitely I will have you back. But before we wrap up, I have a, I have two more questions for you. Number one, there is a, to the financial freedom, I believe there is a number to it right? I'm not going to ask you what that number is in your case, but is there also a number for you that you're working towards this number? And you're like, okay, when I get to this number, maybe you're, you're already there. I don't know. But when you, when you get to this number, you, you feel like, okay, now I'm going to change my structure, change the structure of my life, of my professional personal life. Uh, so that's my first question. Is that the case in, 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 in your life?
1: I'll be honest with you, um, people have a different lifestyle. This is the thing is very personal and you cannot really uh, tell, um, you know, um, what is good, what is bad, you know. Uh, for me, myself, I am a kind of guy, um, you know, I I am not after luxurious life. doesn't matter how much money I have. And, you know, I can have... Uh, a billion dollar, I don't think it's gonna be a much change to my life to today. Which, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, I I really think after some amount of money, the money just become nonsense. They become, you know, if you have your bill paid, if you have, you know, your nice house, if you have your nice cars, I don't know, whatever you want, if you have a good food, um, you know. But for some people, um, the number is more. There is no number, mm. you know, and I, to me, that's also a sickness, to me. Uh, you know, um, again, I don't wanna try to disrespect people, but um, their their expectation is different. Um, you know, after, after few luxury cars, now it comes boats, and after boats, now it comes a private airplane, and now, Maybe they will come. Up, they want to be a, you know, I don't know what they want to be, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but but to me, the um, comfortable life, which I I be able to also guide and help others, is very important. And then uh, to answer your a question, uh, honestly, there is no number you can you can put on it. But um, I believe in a modest life. Mm-hmm. I this is me and i
0: truly believe that i mean it in my own life i do like nice things i do like luxurious things but that's not the whole picture for me i do believe that is only one tiny part of the life that i that i that i am designing for myself you know and there are other pillars in it like as you said having a having a positive impact on other people's lives because that's truly what i believe that that's why we're here that's why we're in this in this world and on this on the planet earth to to make an impact whatever way it is whatever we believe or one believes it's the right way to have a positive impact on other people's lives so before we wrap up i would like to ask you one last question and this is was there so obviously we will we will cover this on the next episode what it meant or what it was like for you when you started your your um, life, your professional life as a business owner and and everything. But I would like to ask you: Was there a pivotal moment in your life when you were still working jobs and you know you were, as we say, hustling around and you know getting from paycheck to paycheck, maybe? Was there a pivotal moment when you told yourself, hey, stop, there is no matter how hard it's going to get, no matter how challenging it's going to get, I'm going to do everything that it takes and I'm going to leave it all in there to have the life that I want to create for myself in the future. Was there a moment like that?
1: Oh, a few of them. Okay. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up. It's ah um, oh man uh, I remember um, I remember two episodes but there are, there are way more you know, uh, I call them a kicker. It, it, it gives you a kick to run and they are very, very good. Some people take it wrong. Some people get depression some, you know, but those are the moments you have to see if you get it if you have it on you i remember i was working in this uh, store it was a mom and pop shop a uh, small store and uh, um, i was working a day job and you know i was helping out in the sales I was like a salesperson and this guy came uh, with his shiny shiny beautiful car parked in front of the store and come to the shop and he was the guy, horse seller guy, selling our store the merchandise. And the owner of the store, uh, you know, uh, look at me. In a look was very heavy, and I remember now. And he he looked at me. And he said, "Hey son, uh, go get us two cup two two cup of tea. if you have things to talk about." And then I think about it. At that point, I look and I thought, you know what? If I put these two together they don't have 25 percent of my knowledge together
0: mm.
1: and i'm going getting tea for them there's something wrong here and they really think they have money this that gave me two to think one was soon after i quit and went to went to you know, not emotionally today today or tomorrow. I, I served that tea, you know, I did that because that's you know that's a part of life, you have to do it. But I learned my lesson. And the lesson was, uh, you know what? If you wanna be somebody for yourself and don't allow people to talk to you that way, is on you. You have to do something. And I did. I went back to college and and uh, start my different style of life. The second things I learned from that, which is very, very important. Today, I have more than 300 employees, maybe more. I never ever let myself talk to anyone like that. Because when you learn things, when you come from bottom, you feel the bottom. You understand every position of a company and the importance of it. Every human being mm-hmm. has dignity, has, um, you know, proud. They are proud. You have to respect everyone in the same manner. I am strongly believe that. The person comes to clean the you know floor, the person who serve the receptions, the, the CEOs, the salesperson, the best earner of the companies, they get the same respect from me. Another incident I was working in a supermarket and this big fat guy came, <laughs> huge guy, and he bought like few things. And then he was much stronger than me at the time, I was like him. Um, you know small guy and you know <laughs> a teenager I don't know. and then he told me hey boy put these bags in my trunk i look at him i said i look at his size and look at him i, I said okay so because i didn't want to lose my job so i took it and i took it to his you know shiny car put it in his car and i asked him i'm sorry what you do for a living he said i'm in real estate you know i sell houses and this and that okay and he didn't tip me actually but you know (laughs) but the best thing was the way he treated me that was the biggest tip i could get Uh then i then i said okay first of all you never be like him although i do real estate myself right now lots of projects on the side and second maybe that's the way to go Maybe if you want that car, you have to go to real estate and you don't have to work here mm-hmm. and uh, put things in the bag. But you have to find a way to get there. Mm-hmm. You cannot, You cannot. that's that's the thing uh, really, really frustrate me. The subject come to subject. Every time I open the social media or Instagram, I see these people, you know, oh yeah, you know what? If you wanna be, become like me, if you wanna be a billionaire, have 20 buildings and have this car, just come to my class. I teach you the shortcut. In fifteen minutes, you become the, you know, uh, this real estate guy and that real estate guy. In three hours, in the lesson, in in, in okay. two days conference, I make you with no money from yourself, with no experience, with no education. I make you the richest person in the world. Man, it just bothers me. It just bothers me to sell fake hope. Yeah. This. The people who do that are criminals. If they knowingly, if they knowingly selling hopes, they are very bad people. And if you really, if you really are that successful, how come you need a thousand dollar for the course, a five hundred dollar for the course? You are a millionaire, right? For Christ's sake, go get your money. Why you are trying to get these little people's money who are desperate? to get successful, you know, uh, that makes me very angry. But if somebody come and tells you, okay, you know what I teach you, is gonna take years of experience and knowledge and you become a successful person. Yes, I respect that. And you have to do the work. You and have, you, have the you, work. Have the work. you have to do the work. You have to do the work, you have to sweat, and you know, and you have to work, and you have to, you know, be on it, pay, attention be laser focused and sacrifice the word is sacrifice you have to sacrifice going out with your friends you have to sacrifice if you're going to school you have to study if you work you have to work if you are planning you have to sacrifice partying you have to sacrifice wasting your time your time is all you got and you know uh, nothing is more valuable than health and time and nothing nothing can beat that and if you are healthy and you have time and you wasted, you're wasting talent and you know, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> so yeah, those things are making me frustrated. And I wanna tell you something out loud. There is no shortcuts, mm-hmm. period. There is no one week program to make you rich. There is no a month program to make you different person. No. Thank
0: you, brother, absolutely. And this is actually, this is actually a good moment to, you know, to come back to why we're doing this, why we're, why I decided, or it came to me or whatever we call it to, to create this platform, to share inspirational stories like yourself, you know, um, because we owe this to, to those who who are, who are starting or who are going to challenges or whatever to, you know, to share, genuinely stories that are real life stories absolutely you know we have to bring this out to the world because there is so many fake information shining object syndromes and everything whatever you want to call it you know that's why i truly believe that that this 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 project is so meaningful to me and regardless of what my talents are if i'm if i'm speaking the right words if i'm saying the right things the right moment no it's way more about giving value to people and giving giving the giving a platform to those like yourself who come here and share their stories with 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 the people you know so i really 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 respect you not only for the success that you have had in your business but only for the person you are for the genuine and 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 kind person you are and with the respect that you treat other people so um I know how busy you are, so once again, a, a big thank you from my side. And I never told you, actually, but I look up to you, man. I look up to you because I know I know you are the... <clears throat> and I'm getting emotional even saying that. I know you're the guy, you're the kind-hearted guy I want to be. You know, that's that's because that's, I believe, the people... Who inspire other other people is not about the success and the and the fast car you 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 show up with. It's about the impact to have on other people's lives, and that's what life is about. Okay?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Ali. Thank you for giving me this time, and it's um, it's very important to focus on um, humanity. I really think. Um, Being successful and uh, don't care about others, to me, is meaningless. You know, it's, um, we are all together in this world, very short time, and the best is to, you know, to live happily together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I believe we have all it takes, and, you know, by just giving a different meaning and perspective to life, I do believe we we can change the world for better. So
1: thank you. Thank you, Ali. Thank Thank you, Ali. Thank you.